It is time. I will be careful. I will not startle her. I will do nothing that might make her take her beauty and grace away from me. But I need to see her. I need to hear the sound of her voice again. I need to make her understand that she is mine in every way. I'm Liam Neeson in Taken. <laughs> I'm American. Give me my daughter back. Uh, okay. I don't know. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I don't, I don't know what Liam Neeson's American Whatever. sounds like. It was a good joke, you'd know. Was it a good joke? No. I, I'm I, questioning I'll it. Cut, I mean, I'll cut it out. I will cut it out later. Okay. Okay. Probably a good idea. Welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And Josh, what do we do on this podcast? We talk about uh, young adult books, usually usually books with uh, creepy male characters usually. for some reason. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> it, it seems to pop up a lot, and uh, today is no exception. What's the book we did today? It is called Be Mine by Jane McFan. I was going to call her Jane McFain again. <laughs> don't don't say Jan McFain. You McFan. said Jan McFain last time. Okay. Although, Not Jane McFain. <laughs> <is> right, okay. <laughs> that, Switch would, it up. Right. that would be a better name, Jan McFain. Yeah. Yeah, so we we read this uh, this book. Why'd you do this one at this time? Why did we do this book? Okay, here's the story behind this book. I pulled out a bunch of books <laughs> from the, the, the crate of YA that I've accumulated, and I had a small stack, and I was like, Josh, pick out... Two books for Valentine's for February that reflect love. It's the love month. Yeah, this, this is a book about so, a devoted yeah. lover who's a very <laughs> so Josh. <laughs> you should aspire to in all relationships. Immediately picked a too young to go for boys, mm-hmm. Solid. and then he saw Be Mine and was like, "This one, obviously." If uh, you if you look at the cover, mm-hmm. there's a box of chocolates that's opened. One of the chocolates is just fallen out on the side for mm-hmm. some reason. Uh, there's some missing. There's been a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, there is a knife going to one and blood appears to be coming out. I mean, it could be like. This is misrepresentation as finest because there was not one chocolate in this book. Really? Not one. Did he never send chocolates or roses? Letters, yeah, you're right. Oh, he loved little hearts. hearts. Little hearts posted everywhere. Never did she get a chocolate. And also, this was set during graduation. It wasn't even set Ridiculous. in Valentine, like in February. I was so disappointed when I read that it was set like in April or May. I'm like, what is this? And I'm, I'll just say this to the kings out there. Kings, uh, if you're stalking a lady, maybe the thing you need to do is leave her some chocolates when you sneak into her house. <laughs> like, that might be a good Like, idea. I think that might have been where he went wrong. Nothing else. Nothing else. Leave a chocolate. Leave a card. Maybe you'll turn that stock into a... Uh... Meaningful relationship, yeah. maybe. Yeah, never know. I like I like a good chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who, who doesn't? So don't just leave creepy notes and or stupid hearts. sticker hearts. What am I going to do with stupid sticker hearts on my mirror? Yeah. Don't don't hop into someone's bathroom in their home when they're home alone and leave some hearts around. That's not the way to woo them. Not at all. Yeah. What a weird trademark. What a weird calling card. Like I just leave. 
puffy sticker hearts on your locker, on your kitchen door, on your bathroom mirror when you're home alone. It's, like, it's, it's a weird thing. It's like if the wet bandits were trying to <laughs> seduce the people that they were robbing's houses by by running their sinks over and like, oh, this is a good move. This yeah. person, this will endear me to this person. Yeah. So, yes, I picked this book. This is on me. But... It was a funny cover. <laughs> it does. It does have a funny and very misleading. And it cover. looked like uh, Valentine's Day. It Ooh. does romance. Yeah, be re- mine. Dot dot dot. Or else. <laughs> be re- mine. Written and I'm assuming blood. Yeah, it's blood. blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those embossed covers, so you can run your fingers over it. It's very, very of its time. I never like the be mine hearts. I prefer let's be friends. Let's be friends. Uh, the new single from Carly Rae Jepsen out now wherever you stream music. Anyway, you can go back to the show. Now. Yeah, she really needs you to promote her. <laughs> I new got single. Pay- well, I got I got a little kick. What are some of the other things that the little hearts say? I never like one. Those hearts don't taste good. They so taste like, like chalk. They taste like they're chalky, sugary yeah. chalk. I don't yeah. know. Be, be mine. Let's be friends. There's uh, call there, me. There's some insulting ones sometimes. Like, uh, let's be friends is one. Uh, <laughs> uh, friend, love you. Friend zone. I don't think that's one. <laughs> it. Probably is now. Yeah. It's probably like text me later. Neg. Yes. Some just say neg on them. <laughs> the, <laughs> you have big nose. That's how you neg a girl, I think. Forever alone. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, you anyway. have big nose. Okay. Well, I guess before I did. Okay. So normally I try to do some research on authors to see what I can give up uh, or dig up. Sorry. So believe it or not, there is nothing out there about Jane McFan. Like, nothing. I could not find even the shortest wiki about her. So the only biographical information came from the back of the book, which is she lives and works in Delaware and teaches English. But when I was researching this list, I came across an Atlas Obscura listicle kind of thing where they had asked people to write in about their favorite books that are forgotten. And someone posted a book called Death Trap and Dinosaur. Does the term dinosaur mean anything to you when you think about this book? Dinosaur. Uh, no. You, you don't remember it. Like the old man? It was the name of Starling's car. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. there's a book called Death Trap and Dinosaur written in 1989. So this book was in 94. So Do you think five th- years before by Jane McFan. And guess what? It's this book. It's. They just reissued it? No. This was. Written in 1989, so before Be Mine. That's what I'm saying, is did they repackage this? this no. Okay. This was... Is he a killer? No. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Is is the boyfriend secretly a killer? No! And, okay. <laughs> it's a shared universe, that's what she's saying. I'm trying, yes, but here's the thing, is it's not a horror book. It's just like a, a normal... A drag racing book. <laughs> YA book, and here's the description. Okay. Okay. A collision between their cars makes instant enemies out of high school juniors, Bethany and Starling, but their mutual desire to torture their world history teacher brings them together long enough to realize their attraction. Is their history teacher this old man? That's what I'm guessing. Because that's the old... Did this book ever establish any of this? Why they're so... But that's why, I guess, because remember how she refers to certain things? Like, we should know what they are? Yes. Like, we should know about this time when they were snowed in with their history teacher and he had a heart attack? I, I, anyway, I was, I was so, very confused about their relationship with him. Apparently, this book sets it all up only to be later, five years later, incorporated into a YA horror book because horror is what's popular. Okay. 
Honestly, there is so little horror in this book that it could have been written about something else and she just put the horror in they just, later. <laughs> like, it could just have been about them graduating and their relationship. And then she just was like, well, you know, it's hot. YA horror. And so they incorporated... If that's the book, though, there's nothing... There's no real conflict. No. Other than, will this old man keep a dog? <laughs> that's the thing, is, like, there's actually really no real conflict in this book. Even... I mean, there is! I guess, but it's still such a... Okay, I don't want to go too <laughs> there, far. There is a conflict. There is a conflict, but it's the dumbest thing ever, and it seems really forced into the book, in my opinion. Especially knowing what I know yeah, now. Yeah, just a romantic guy trying to uh, show his affection for someone. Just working I think honestly, Did I misread this book? Okay, no, I think, no. honestly, like, if she was... I think she probably cut a lot out and inserted this horror stuff in about the stalker. Okay. Because... I can completely... It could have been a book that was about... Is this point horror? No, it's it's, it's just scholastic, scholastic horror, though, okay. but it's still point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it could have easily just been a book about their senior year and about Jill coming in between them and about taking care of their history teacher because they feel guilty for some prank they played. Yeah. And that's it. Like that could have like the whole the conflict right. it, could have been it Jill. It probably was. Yeah. And, and then like, the publisher was like, you know what? Punch this up. Yeah. With some spook em ups. Th- this would be like, what's the sequel to to all the boys I've loved before? P.S. I still P.S. love you. P.S. I still love you. Think, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. and because the other one's always in favor. Okay. This is like if I started reading P.S. I still love you without having read To All, to all the, the Boys I, I Loved before. before. Yeah. Like, you're reading a series but, that you didn't know is a series. The, you're, exactly. But except, the series wasn't even a horror series to begin with. This time, uh, Laura Jean isn't deciding between two boys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a killer on the loose. And I would actually read that. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I would read it, too. It'd yeah. be, it'd be a also, interesting Also, uh, the sequel drops on Netflix on Valentine's Day. Oh, there's a lot of stuff dropping on Valentine's Day. That High Fidelity series on Hulu. Yeah, we're doing promo now for all the streaming <laughs> services. Blake is... Blake has got the pop princesses got, covered. Yeah. Apple <laughs> Apple Music is where I get uh, my uh, pop So uh, when you subscribe to Netflix, put in the promo code, are you there, pop? <laughs> Just type for it. 10% type off. it in. I don't know. I don't think there is a promo code place. But you got to type it like that if you, you don't get, get it right. You get 30 free days and 10% off your first month. So don't do that. Actually. What happens if we get if, if we leave that in like that? Do Just we get leave sued? it in. Are they going to? They won't sue us. Uh, Netflix. They have better things to do than also if you it. subscribe to hulu send me your password and name because <laughs> i want to watch the high fidelity show <laughs> yeah I starring zoe kravitz as rob oh, oh, oh name is still rob the women have took something else from us roberta as in flack well Hello. well what's weird is her mom was well not weird but her mom was in high fidelity yeah she it's played the sexy true. the singer sexy singer right so it you did the hottest cover of Baby I Love Your Way you've ever seen. Right. Is this Peter mm-hmm. fucking Frampton? Mm-hmm. Well, if women are stealing uh, High Fidelity from us, I am coming for Little Women. I'm going to make a movie called Little, little Men. Exactly. Guess what? That's already been a book. I know. <laughs> Wait. By the same author. It would be really funny if. Really? No. no yes. There's a Blake, series. Come on. Was it's, it? it's, there's Little Men there's and There's also Joe's, Joe's Boys. Boys. Yeah. I didn't know it was a freaking Because they series? opened a school for boys. Yeah. So is it all about like next Timothy year? Chalamet? Next year, Noah Baumbach is directing <laughs> Little Men, and and he's gonna be nominated for best director. He's gonna win Oscars. <laughs> they're gonna give Finally. it everything Absolutely. that they're not giving Little Women. And Greta Gerwig's uh, Barbie movie will come out. I don't know. And then he's gonna make a Ken movie. <laughs> he's just gonna one for one do everything. Just troll his wife <laughs> or partner. I don't think they're married. Right? Common law. I, I, I don't I know. I wasn't invited to the wedding, so I wasn't they better How not be. Rude. How rude. We were the biggest Lady Bird fans That's you've true. ever seen. That's true. Guess who got that question right at trivia? This girl. 
are, the question being, are you the biggest Ladybird fan anyone's yes. ever seen? And, and also, what's Ladybird's yes. real name? Oh, what is Ladybird's real name? It was like Christine oh, something. it was Christine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just call her Ladybird because that's what she wants to go by, that and I respect true. it. Okay, I guess we should dive into the color. I'm trying to avoid getting into this Josh, book. Josh has a very important political rally to attend later. <laughs> that oh. is true. So, <laughs> really, maybe, maybe we should say how important this candidate is and just... I mean, honestly, if, if we talked about him on here, he will pay us. Did you not see a thing where he's paying influencers $150 to make Mike Bloomberg seem cool? Oh, yeah. I, I did read about that. That's literally uh, true. And I think... I want my hundred fifty. I think 50. through the bookstore, if I had Googie put on a little Mike Bloomberg, uh, a little pet fit, mm-hmm. I feel like I could get that $150. And then Wait, donate this, it to any candidate that's not him. You said it's one hundred and fifty dollars, yes. or oh, I thought you said it's not that much. I thought you said one hundred fifty thousand. No. no, no, that's what he should be because he's probably going to have to pay like ten thousand people. I mean, but the money that he's spent so far on his campaign is just the interest he makes. He hasn't lost any money, and he's he's spent three hundred fifty million dollars so far on TV. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Anyway, it is true there is a Mike Bloomberg rally in Springfield, and I'm going. Because I read online last night that they have uh, that they're catered, they have an open bar, and they give away free T-shirts. <laughs> and I want to see it, one if that's true. Two, my pockets are lined with Ziploc bags. I'm going to eat like the one percent for a week on these apps. <laughs> Josh just coming and home with with fucking. What do rich people eat? Bel- what is the beluga? The, like, what are Caviar. Caviar. Good <laughs> lord. And Josh can't get enough novelty campaign t-shirts. That is very he true. He needs more. He's, very, uh, my Marianne Williamson shirt speaks to that. The Nader shirt uh, uh, fell off his hey, back. It was Nader. That was That was unironic. That's I was very young. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about this book. I guess I'll just... Uh, well, oh, first, wait. I have, uh, do you have a theme drink or beer? Or uh, not really. Okay. Well, oh yeah. I have a, a stalker sour ale. No, I'm kidding. They, oh, they, it's like... I was really hoping. Perfect. I was really hoping they had something. Uh, I didn't go to the wine center. That was a problem. Okay. I was hoping they had something that was either romantic and like Valentine's Day themey, mm-hmm. or like a guy peeking behind the bushes. <laughs> Peeping toms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Peeping yeah. Toms Add that day. to your. Uh, All right. To your. No one's gonna want any of these. <laughs> uh, I just got a dirty bastard. Again. I feel like we've done that. I feel that. like you've done that. Have I? I was yeah. like, that always works. I also got a little uh, a thing of Kraken, but that doesn't make sense I either. love that little guy. Just it is a cute little bottle. It's just a fun little bottle. Making me yeah. thirsty looking at it. Yeah. Uh, Not me. I don't want to see booze again. Uh, well. <laughs> For a long time. Oh, you're drinking a little LaCroix. I am drinking a little LaCroix. LaCroix. Key lime. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I constantly just, my go-to is a dirty bastard because these books are filled with dirty bees. It's true. And I, and this one, there's at least three. You got the creepy stalker. The boyfriend, Starling, I think, is kind of a bastard. He's he's okay. He's a horny bastard. Oh, he's How's too that? horny. So horny. And then the teacher, the professor, is just a rotten old bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll just dive in because no one knows what the hell we're talking about. Um, but so here here's the uh, highlights of Be Mine by Jane McFain. McFain. <laughs> we will never get this right. Don't Never. want to, don't care. Uh, starts out an idyllic day. There are some kids just lounging at the University of Delaware campus, which made me giggle. I don't know why. Um, U-, U of D. <laughs> and they're actually just uh, high schoolers visiting campus. It's their senior year. It is, hold on, I want to get the name correct. St- 
Sterling Horace Whitman the Fifth. Starling, sorry. This is such like right. such blue blood northeast yeah. Yeah. Connecticut. Well, she calls him that the whole time. Yeah. She calls him by his whole name. Starling Horace Whitman. And this time she adds the fifth. That's when you know you're in trouble. Yeah. When they add the fifth. <laughs> and her name Because you can just pretend like yeah. it's one of the other ones. Yeah. And her name is Bethany Anderson. She's our 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 hero, I guess. I don't know. She's our our victim. Yes. But <laughs> so anyway. So, uh, Starling Horace Whitman the Fifth. I just can't get over that stupid name. And it makes me think of, did anyone watch a show called Passions? It I was, think a soap opera, right? It was a short-lived never, soap opera. It was on, like, in the late 90s, maybe, maybe to the early aughts. It, it featured yeah. a witch who had mm. a doll that came to life. No <laughs> yep. one remembers. Was this for I kids? Do. I remember I saw it. Blake watched it. The it witch. Was, it was, like, for, I think it was more targeted towards teens, it stood out amongst the soap operas because it was the one with the witch. Yes, it had, right. <laughs> it had a supernatural element. And All was, my children didn't have a witch yeah. running around. And it actually had a very diverse cast. Like, there was a very strong Latino cast. It was, um, the main family's name, though, this family, were the Lopez Fitzgeralds. <laughs> and so when someone was talking about a character, they would never just say, like, Manny or Maria. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be like... like Javier Lopez Fitzgerald the 17th. I'm not kidding. Like, whenever they were, like, talking about, like, there was one that was really hot, like, Luis. Like, the oldest brother was the hunky one. They're of like, course he is. They're like, Luis Lopez Fitzgerald. Like, they could never just say Luis. Like, it had to be the whole name. And that's what I thought of immediately when I started reading this book. Because almost every time she addresses Starling, she calls him by his full name. And it drove me freaking nuts. Just like it did on Passions. And I would- You think they were trying to have it both ways with, like, the... A telenovela crowd. And, probably. And That's probably literally the what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, and they're probably like, we can get both audiences at yeah. the same time. Also, Instead, they got none of them. <laughs> Instead, they got, like, stoned high school kids who people, would just sit there and watch it. And people laugh. watched for the witch. I Look, I came for the hot dudes, stayed for the witch. Not gonna lie. I cared about Tabitha and Timmy was her <laughs> doll's name. You, this this show's bonkers. You should watch it. Uh, yeah, give me what what streaming service is this on? I don't know. You can it's probably, probably find it on, on Hulu YouTube. Now. Give, give, yeah, <laughs> there's probably supercuts of just like it's on Daily Motion. You just have it's to. Just Timmy and Tabitha's relationship to cut to like I don't know a a Frey song, how to save oh. a life or whatever. I don't know. Maybe Witchy Woman. I I don't know what you would cut it to. <laughs> so they are visiting campus. Um, Starling starts, uh, he's always horny. I think we talked about that. Always, horny, always, horny. always so horny. So I wrote that several times. I think almost every chapter I wrote Starling horny. It, but Starling this, horny. This is kind of discussed. Is he overcompensating with being horny because he's afraid to have sex or is he really horny? Because he, if they walk into a kitchen, he'll be like, the old man's 10 feet away. We're all alone here. We can open the refrigerator door and do it right here and he won't see us. Like he's constantly doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like Joe Corny. But he's but, also constantly ripping her about how she won't do it, too. Right. So it's not only like, we could do it right now, but it's also like, here's a pile of leaves. We could hide underneath it and have sex. <laughs> like, well, let's just do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so, it, it is very much 17, 18-year-old boy it is. energy. But there's also like a really creepy thing because you find out that Bethany is from a military family and her mom died. They never get into why. I don't know if you learned about that in Death Trap and Dinosaur. Probably. Maybe they run yeah. over her. She died suddenly. We don't know why. She, we just know she's dead. What happened to Death Trap? That's all I'm, I don't know. We, was it we never. I never hear about Death Trap. All you hear about in this book is Dinosaur. dinosaur. No, we missed the part where Death I Trap died. I think maybe Death Trap struck the mom. I kind of feel like both of these cars should not have 
past inspection to begin with. <laughs> if you have uh, nicknamed your cars Death Trap and Dinosaur. It was a different time. <laughs> it's totally plausible that at the time, like, Delaware had no state inspection that's, laws. That's some some yeah. states still don't have inspection. Arkansas doesn't. Illinois neither. I'm moving Poor to be. I'm, if my car will make it that far, <laughs> I'm moving there. <laughs> yeah, they don't have them. Anywho. Just driving over here, I was like, I hope it doesn't break down yeah. on the way there. Spoilers, it won't make it out of state. <laughs> yeah. Never tried, never will. It was fine when it was my car, just for the record, it was fine. <laughs> that thing died all the time when it was his car. Do not believe him. Uh, he sold it to me, month in, died. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put a timer in it that actually uh, self-destructed <laughs> just to yeah. just to own you. Well, you find out that Bethany's dad is military, and her mom had died suddenly. You never find out how. And there's a scene that I thought was really problematic when she was talking about, and this has also made me just, okay, here we go. I have a quote. Um, in fact, my dad spent a certain amount of time being tough around Starling just to remind him that he was a career military officer who was capable of killing, maiming, or doing whatever else was necessary to get the job done. But he actually liked Starling a lot. He just didn't want me to have sex with him. Okay, wait. You're looking shocked at me. This is... What? This is a constant... I watched, I know it's a constant listen, trope. Listen, like I watched in- Bad Boys 2 last <laughs> night for the first time, and there is a scene where uh, they both act very... Like, I think Will Smith is kind of acting drunk. They're trying to act very, uh, like, they're both cops. They're both, like, middle class to rich. But they're acting very, like, just aggressively idiotic Mm -hmm. to him. Being like, I'll cap you! Like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. To the the son to be like, if you don't have her home by this time, you don't touch her. That kind of thing. No, I know. But I just, I know it's a common trope. It's, it's all those dads that take pictures, like anything you do to my daughter, I'm going to do to you. But (laughs) the fact that he, which is hilarious. Right. No, yeah, yeah. They really think they don't get what they're, yeah. The way that she phrased it, that he just didn't want her to have sex with Starling made me feel like he explicitly said, you cannot have sex with Starling, which number one would make me just want to have sex with Starling. I mean, that would be the first thing I would do. But I just, the way that she explicitly stated it, he just doesn't want me to have sex with Starling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, has but he she doesn't want her to have that? sex, period. I guess. I don't think it's like, look, if you're going to, I want you to do it with one of these uh, football players over here. <laughs> like, girl, get it. But he's not doing that. He's doing that. Well, my girl will have no sex. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if it's that, I would put a chastity belt on you if that was a... <laughs> A thing we could still do. He'll do it. I'm glad I never. He'll do a TI, take her to her checkup. There are times where I'm like, man, I wish I'd had a dad. But whenever I come across this in books, I'm like, I'm glad (laughs) I just had a mom. I had a cool mom who was like, hey, if you ever have sex, tell me. I'll get you on birth control. We'll get you condoms. What did a dad ever do? That's a much more mom thing in my experience. Was horrible and made me feel like shit about myself constantly. So that's my. Anyway. That, hey, save it for the Father's Day episode. <laughs> we'll find it. Uh, the Father's Day episode, we are going to Skype in my former therapist, and, <laughs> and we'll get her on the podcast. I thought you were going to say Skype in your dad, and that, is that still a possibility? Uh, he would probably do it. I'd say, I'd say <laughs> he has posted some mine, bad but... memes today. Uh, that's I want to see all of them. He keeps posting like pictures of candy bars mm-hmm. that are – okay. This one was a Snickers bar, but it says Snipers. And it says, Chris uh, Kyle. direct aim into your taste buds or something like that. You know, like, it's all, like, Cute. really bad puns, but it's about... But he, 
he candy bars. He didn't make it. He's, he's obviously not it. making it, but he's also not crediting the creators of this terrible, terrible meme. He's a regular fat Jew over here. <laughs> The fat Jewish is the oh, that guy's I'm, name. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me take that again. Let me. Yeah, take don't it. just say he's a regular fat Jew. He, he, <laughs> I think that guy like put that as just his say fuck screen. Jerry because fuck Jerry is like he's, he's, the best. Okay, known, I'm like, taking that again. Joke thieves. Your dad's just like fuck Jerry, the joke thief. <laughs> That's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. You don't drop a hard J. I off. love the, I love the Jewish people. <laughs> Very. <laughs> I think their religion is beautiful. <laughs> My Jewish friend over here, Trump. Okay, <laughs> check out my yeah, check out my Jewish American. <laughs> oh, Jewish, yeah, yeah, American. I forgot that part. So, um, I love Hispanics. <laughs> I love Luis Lopez Fitzgerald. <laughs> um, so, can I can I ask another question? We oh, haven't gotten yeah. her yet. Jill, do you think she was heavily involved in Dinosaur and the the other book? I don't know. Was she in on the prank? I don't know what this prank was that they played against their world history teacher, but because, this is the teacher. Because Jill is so, like, we're supposed to know who she is, right? Yeah, I from, feel like from we're the supposed beginning. to know, yeah. Guys, it's like the Marvel movies. You don't walk into Civil War like it's your first Marvel no, movie. Th- that's a very good uh, analogy, because now knowing that, I feel like I'm not going out of my mind. Yeah. No, I mean... Because I felt like I was missing something. It does. I mean, there's a lot that I feel like you're missing as you read the book, and we're just supposed to know. I skipped one of the Marvel movies. Doctor I- Strange. No, I've watched you, Doctor Strange. You can skip several of them. I, 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 the one where uh, Olsen, um, Ultron, Elizabeth Olsen, Age of Ultron, and the guy who can walk through walls. Paul Vision. Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they're introduced. Where they're introduced. And I went and watched Civil the War. one before Endgame. Civil War. You probably. I watched it. the third one, not the second one. Is that oh, right? Oh, Infinity Wars. Infinity. Anyway, Infinity I watched the War. one where they, he snaps his fingers at the end. But I missed the one yeah. before that. And yeah. so I yeah. just kept whispering to the person next to me like, who are these people? See, what is happening? Ultron is only good for introducing those two good characters. I like those characters, yeah, too. Yeah, but like the rest of the movie, you don't need to see. You just need to know that these are some heroes, and this is how they got. You don't even really need to know how they got there. The, the other thing is, because I know most of these characters just from, like, Comics. you know, Spider-Man yeah. and yeah. Thor Everybody and these people. Yeah. But these are not characters that I knew being, like, a very peripheral, like... I guess to me, it's like Vision and Scarlet Witch are household names. Obviously here, <laughs> obviously here in the Pharaoh Walker house, but I guess not in every household. But, so. but they're not people who would automatically get their own movies. They don't have their own movies. They're going to have their own series on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. So, are like, are they going to be neighbors or live together? I'd want. They're if a it, couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they date. If if it's a romantic comedy or a. Like a Tim Allen kind of like schlubby dad show where she's like vision. I'd watch that. It's probably I. But if it's an action no, adventure show, they're I making. Watch it. I mean, they're they're really only teasing pictures, but from from those pictures, it looks like Mad Men meets that weird show Legion. If I had to guess at what it was, but that could be completely off base. Okay. Anyway, anyway, Dis- anyway, Disney Plus. Put in promo code, are you there, Pod? Right, and you'll get free Disney Plus and for a year. And you can watch The Mandalorian and sit on your hands for nine months waiting for them to put something else on there that is not right. I can't. I can't, <laughs> can't wait to see Baby By the time we get back to Baby Yoda, he'll be a grown Yoda. <laughs> okay, anyway. Continue. Sorry. I think we're on chapter two. So... <laughs> <laughs> We're only 30 minutes um, so There's these, 26 chapters, Blake. These kids sure. have... I'm not going to go... I'm just going to try to do it really fast because, yeah. honestly, there's not a whole lot there's of There's nothing that really happens. Um, they hang out with their teacher a lot. He is recovering from a heart attack, 
He was their history teacher. Apparently, in Death Trap and Dinosaur, they played some prank on him. Did that lead to his heart attack? Uh, I don't know. Is there residual to. guilt? They have to have guilt. And that's why they they are con- they go to his house every night to cook his meals. They bring him yeah, groceries. They did it. They caused his heart attack for sure. Like no one likes their teacher that much. Because I'm it made sorry. no sense to me. Why are they always there? I mean, I understand that he lives alone and he's a bachelor, but he's also an asshole. Yeah. I have some choice nuggets. Uh, phrases that he said. This would be the like book. if if I had a heart attack and uh, my former students were like coming over and like taking well, care of me. They love you so well, much. Well, at one yeah. point he says, "I guess we're supposed to think this is funny," but I was just like, "I would not take care of this asshole." He says, "It also wouldn't kill me to put bamboo spikes under my nails or vote for a Democrat, but I don't plan to do either." It's like mm-hmm. that old man. Typical. Just let him die. Our stuff. <laughs> I think it was court ordered, maybe, that they had to go maybe. be his, his slaves. But can you imagine? So they hang out with him all the time, uh, Starling and Bethany. And at one point, uh, she's talking about dinner conversation, and three of them are debating the role of oil in international economy. What kids talk that? No, this is not. I mean, but Starling is the valedictorian, we learn. Like, he's supposed to be. Really smart. A has very- like a. This book should be called The Horny Genius. <laughs> That's probably the third that. book that we, we haven't that we didn't know existed. In Maybe the, the horny genius and the not so genius who's kinda horny. Get it? Because What? It's at the it's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it's the dumbest thing. Okay. So yeah. Starling <laughs> has like a photographic memory. He's super smart. He can do everything without trying, which leads to conflict with Jill. Because here's they refer to this incident where they were trapped during a snowstorm at their high school. And that's when the teacher had the heart attack. And it's them and I wrote and the weirdest named friends ever. There's Rocco, Herbert, and Jill. And Jill is spell- spelled J Y L, which I've never seen in my life. I haven't either. I was mad at that. That's a Gen Z way to spell it, maybe. Maybe. No, yeah, that's the thing is if this book had been written now, I'd be like, yeah. of course someone named their kid Jill and spelled yeah, it that spell way. Yeah, spell it that but. way. It's just really weird. And Jill is horny for Starling mm-hmm. and is always in physics class, warming her way to sit next to him. At one point, she even sits down where Bethany always sits and is working She's shameless. She is shameless. She's totally shameless. Not and cool. she tells Bethany just to sit over there, like in her seat normally. If- and she stays next to Starling the whole time, which I would have told that girl... Get out of my seat, you hussy. Get out of my chair. That's my boyfriend. That's a lie. No, do it again. Do it again. Get out of my chair. That, it, you should have had it on the soundboard. Yeah. I know you didn't read the book, so you didn't know it was coming. I don't even have the soundboard plugged in. Didn't have anything prepared. I I once tried to buy... We were going to watch Clueless mm-hmm. at... Uh, Alamo. It was like one of their first no, no, big no, no, movie no. parties. It was, uh, it was at Mother's. Oh, yeah, when they had the summer showing. Yeah. yeah. And I tried to order a get out of my chair, Sharer's dad saying it shirt. And it came, like, on one of those sites that just, you can put any picture on a Red shirt. Bubble. Yeah. And they came back and said, this has, this is copyright infringement. We can't, we can't do this. They do that all the time, I know. Though. I was so upset. <laughs> like. I just want a shirt. I just want a shirt with Cher's dad walking up to, to right, Tay. To Ty. Ty, Ty. And saying, get out of my chair. Right. It's, <laughs> it's a perfect. Hi, Daddy, this is Ty. Get, get out, out of my, my chair. chair. Yeah. yeah. Iconic. Great. And also, so why iconic. didn't that just exist and anyway? And also, just yeah. a total dad thing. Yeah. Like, I don't care about this like, bubbly teenager. Get out, get of, out my of my chair. chair. Why yeah. is that not at Urban Outfitters right now? It should. We saw Clueless shirts there. They did. They had a cool tie-dye Clueless t-shirt that I I mean, I, I own a Clueless shirt that, that the movie studio got zero dollars from. So, why? 
don't literally everything on Redbubble is a copyright violation. So yeah. why they yeah. picked this. That's weird. Maybe maybe Amy Heckerlein is out there like looking looking. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she has some kind of algorithm that is just constantly. She, she's mining. like any of those, yeah. 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 Mining just all this. Take sites. this down. They're like, we anyway. can't do it. It's like Prince. So um uh, <laughs> it starts with a heart shaped sticker <laughs> on Bethany's locker. Maybe there are three. Maybe there's a certain number. I can't quite remember. But Bethany goes to her locker. There are heart stickers on the outside. And she thinks they're from Sterling. But they're not. Then there's this whole stupid plot line where they decide to get Mr. Baldwin, their teacher that they're helping, a dog. A dog, yeah. So there's all this trying to connive and convince him to keep the dog. And... Problems with the dog, like who pees on the couch, and they name the dog. Like, there's just this whole dumb subplot with this dog, which I guess is supposed to help in the end because the dog, it doesn't matter. That's the dumbest. I mean, thing. I wrote down in my notes, I'll say this about any kind of mystery or thriller. If I see it coming, I think I've said this before, if mm-hmm. I see it coming, this is bad writing. Yeah. And I wrote down. Is it the scene where he's playing the Let's Find Bethany game? The second the dog? Uh, I wrote down. I'll have to find it when we get to it. But yes, it's that. And I was like, oh, I see exactly what's going to happen. But yeah. it also it also didn't really matter in the end, right? Because she was already. She left on her own. She left on her own. And then the, yeah. yeah. So it, it didn't anyway, matter. Anyway, oh, we'll get to it. But. So then uh, after the first night when they get the dog and, and convince um, Mr. Baldwin to keep it overnight because they don't have anywhere to. It's one of their schemes to get him to keep this dog. Um, they get home and there are. Heart stickers on the kitchen door, the window. Romantic. Mm-hmm. And once again, she thinks Starling did it when he was waiting for her after school. Um, again, fellas, you like a lady. <laughs> Kings, listen up. You break into her house. Break into le- her le- house. Leave some hearts. Slipper. Nothing stickers. more romantic than that. Right. Lots of heart stickers. Um, then she starts getting these phone calls late at night, like 2, 3 a.m. And she'll answer, and there's just silence. So that starts happening. I believe that, can I say something? I wrote morning diet Pepsi and then I wrote gross next to it. So apparently uh, Bethany's <laughs> breakfast of champions is uh, diet Pepsi and donuts or something ridiculous and gross. Um, I She's also my wrote, dad. <laughs> I also wrote Bethany, first Visco girl. And I don't know why I wrote that. Did she wear a long shirt? No she pants? did. Um, in fact, when she is abducted by her stalker, she is wearing what she calls a 3XL Men's t-shirt over boxers, but the shirt is so big you can't see the boxers. It's a look. She's, it's not a bad look. It's a she's look. She's basically a Visco girl. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I want to complain about this book. Uh, I think I can at this point. So so it's a horror, like it's a mystery, I guess. So you should have suspects. There's not one. So That was it, my okay, big thing So this the is book. the thing. It suggests that it could be Rocco. The, quote, muscle-bound stud. You never hear about him again, though. Yes, that's the thing. If they throw them off. Like, Herbert? Nope. Can't be Herbert. Wasn't there a guy named Herbert? I mean, the only the only person you could think is, like, is Jill doing this to, like, distract her to, like, make but her? But see, I thought that was too far, even. That's too stupid. And then I was yeah. like, is it the teacher? Is he really a creep? No, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, there are no... No, that, that guy could not, like... I guess wobble his, you know, because he's like he can barely like walk around the block. Yeah, I guess they. Anyway. Unless 
he's Kaiser Soze. You know, and is her dad crazy? Like, who? There were no (laughs) suspects in this book whatsoever, which is why I felt like the plot was forced in. Like, in at least in the R.L. Stein books and the mall and things we've done before. There were at least suspicious people around. They pack in people. Tons of red herrings. Yeah. Even though, you know. Again, and this comes back to your theory that this was not written as a, a mystery or a horror novel. Yeah. There's nothing there. Which, that's actually... I, I'm 100% in that they yeah. just made her... There's no the, suspense yeah. in this book whatsoever. This was a book called uh, The Dinosaur Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur's Big Graduation Speech. God, it's just so bad. Yeah, not wh- nothing. There's nothing. Um, whenever Starling comes to pick her up, um, he notices the hearts on the door, and he's like, wasn't me, once again. Um, that day at school, Bethany finds a rose inside of her locker. Again, men, learn her combination for her locker. Mm-hmm. Leave her things inside, little presents. I don't say love it. I don't see the problem. This is gentleman shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is, listen to my young Mr. Darcy's. If you're in high school, get binoculars. Watch her put her combination in <laughs> and then leave her little presents. Um, then later on that day... Starling is named the valedictorian, and the principal suggests giving it to Jill because Starling is such a prankster, he doesn't really want him to give the speech. And you'll right. see why. There's some really horrible uh, speeches. I do love that the, the principal wants to, like, game the system <laughs> against, like... Like, give it to the salutatorian instead yeah, yeah, of the valedictorian. Yeah. Who got it at the end on Saved by the Bell? Because it was Screech or Jesse. I thought Jesse got it. I think she does, but I feel like it was... Maybe thrown to her because she wanted it so badly. Jesse deserves that shit. But I feel like Screech had better grades. I feel I that, feel that, like, that was I feel like Screech. Okay, I feel like Screech was the Starling Horace whatever of his school, but not mm, not cool. But, not, but I meant like just didn't have to try to like just right. had the photographic Jessica, memory. Whereas Jesse Spano studies, was yeah. always studying and always doing all the extracurriculars. Do you remember the episode? She had to do drugs sometimes exactly. just to stay on point. I mean, she had to. Yeah. She had her Screech band. She built a robot. <laughs> in like eighth grade. Right. In like 1989. Right. He had Kevin, the fully this, functioning yeah, a robot. A very sophisticated AI. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It was his best friend. It really was. And and Screech, Except for his best friend that used and exploited him. At well, do you remember the, the episode whenever they all took their SATs girl. and Zach had a higher SAT score than Jesse? And because, Jesse freaked out? Yeah. yeah. That, that can't be right. I mean, well, those I mean, tests are rigged to be in favor of white men, but sorry. whatever. I'm just going to say <laughs> These that. These are right all now. questions about former UCLA football teams. <laughs> but that, yeah, again, we're supposed to decide that Zach is a genius. Genius, yeah. But he yeah. doesn't apply himself, he's a slacker. Mm-hmm. Which I guess the show kind of, that's kind of the thesis is. Because uh, he has all these Here's what he did. And, you know what he did? But he they all went to the University of California together. At, so <laughs> during the SATs, he went, time, time out. out. And just copy it off of Jesse. Mm. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. superpowers. That's and his then advantage. Time in. And <laughs> that, that's in. true. He does. Yeah. He, yeah. It does have a, it's not fair. So anyway. And you know what? He should have timed out for Jesse and done some of her homework so she didn't get addicted to caffeine pills. I'm just saying, if he, he were a true have, friend. He should have timed out, taken away her pills and put placebos in the place. So she stopped. So she still got the, all the energy. To do the music video? There are so many times he could have... It was a music video because they had that really good song. Do you want me to sing it for you? No, I know it. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) It was an existing song. It wasn't... Can we request that at karaoke next time we go? (laughs) 
I don't remember who. Oh, I did the, the. I'm so excited. Yeah. No, that's a Pointer Sisters song. Oh, okay. They had an original song that was like, like they really did the weird workout video. Yeah, yeah. That oh. they made go out and work a sweat, rock and roll. Anyway, I'm not I, I mean, there's. Yeah. I don't know why, like, why Saved by the, the Bell <laughs> never released an in, in, uh, original soundtrack because yeah. they had that. They had the Zack Attack. The Zack Attack. Prince Forever. Oh God, I love the Zack Attack song. Zack Attack yeah. LP. Uh, they also had the, uh, the 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 episode where they were writing the school songs. School isn't cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, that was bad. Yeah. Wait, uh, that actually might be the Zack Attack episode. No, it's a different one. Okay. Isn't it? Well, I think we're confusing. They did have one. They had to write a new school song. They had to write one because... But, but whatever Zach Screech on that episode... The, yeah, Zach. Whatever Zach on the episode met Mindy, who was the agent, and they were going in a different direction. And this is when the band split up, was because Slater was still writing like these very high school-y, Beach Boys-y songs. And yeah. one of them was about how high school's a bore, let's go out and play in the sun, yeah. in the sand. And then Zach was writing like... I don't know, like, like, kind of like glammy pre grunge metal. It, it was, yeah. yeah. It, whatever he was doing was very weird to place into any kind of continuum of what was popular music at that time because he's wearing these like sparkly sh- shirts with with his chest Harem mostly exposed. Pants. Yeah, and then like had like a vanilla ice kind of hairdo, and then like a big earring. But they were like, it if, if it was a weird look. I don't think there was any music like that that was actually popular Mm-mm. at the time. They were trying to, like, mix Van Halen and MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> like, he would have been a SoundCloud rapper now. You know? Oh, he, definitely. Like, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that would be the natural, How many like, face tattoos did he get? Right, exactly. <laughs> I think it's probably, the same by the Bell reboot. He's just, he's Post Malone. God, I was going to say Since that. Since no one in the writer's room was under 65, I imagine, that's probably the reason they got it mixed up. That's actually mm-hmm. absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, totally. Anyway, so, that was a great tangent. Let's lighten our way through this. Sorry book. about or that. Or let's just talk about Saved by the Bell for yeah, that's <laughs> 30 minutes. That, that's more fun. I've, I've seen that. By the way, spinoff cast, Saved by the Bell. Let's go. So uh, Bethany finds out that her dad, who is always working, is going to go on a work trip to California soon. When she gets home and her dad tells her that, he's like, oh, also, there's something for you in the in the living room. I think it's from Starling. Dozen Roses. Not from Starling. Probably from that creep. Definitely from that creep. More romance from <laughs> from, a, um, from from a hero. Yeah, and then also she goes to look at the door, and there's a new heart on the door. There are now four, but were there three before? Not certain. No Can one can remember. Has he been back and added another one? These heart yeah. stickers. I mean, man, he's add another heart. <laughs> She'll notice. <laughs> Sneak back. Uh, then later on that day, uh, or we, the next day, Bethany's getting a little worried. Before. Wants to know who has access to locker combinations. So she goes to see, I guess, the secretary, Mrs. List, and asks who can get combinations for lockers. And she said no one but the custodians do have master keys. So that's when we're that's like, the only, could like, it be the custodian? But you never heard a mention of a creepy custodian lounging around. You know what I mean? Like, usually there would have been a hint about it at this point. We are, like, halfway through the book. No, we're, we're in chapter nine. Are we? Yeah. Oh, I said 12. Okay. Oh, okay. That's when I wrote down the thing about the lock combination. Well, I wanted to read a line about uppity women. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, read it. This is after that. Uh, Starling says, Are there upper, uppity women everywhere these days? You better believe it, I said. Poor men. We don't stand a chance, Starling said with a sigh. Now you're learning, I said with a smile. 
Get them. I mean, that's Side. the kind of fun banter they that's do. That's the banter they have back and forth all the time. And that's probably him, like, having rubbed up against the table being like, let's have sex now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably really horny. So Bethany gets a note from the creepy guy in her locker, and he wants to meet her by herself on the front steps of Memorial Hall at the University of Delaware. So Bethany keeps contemplating meeting her admirer, and she convinces... He says, he says come alone. Says to come alone. That's very important. Yes. Because. And yeah. she she doesn't really want to go alone, though. So she convinces Starling to go with her to the University of Delaware Library so they can study. So she can work on her physics homework and he can write his valedictorian speech. And she said, we should go there. That way we're not distracted by stuff at home. We could just go there and study. But really, she's like, I'm going to go. Meet this guy. But she's not telling him about it because she she knows that he's going to be... He's going to freak out. Right. Yeah. And so when the time comes that they're supposed to meet, she um, tells Sterling... Star, Starling. I keep wanting to call him Sterling. Sterling. You Sorry. have a few times. I'm Sterling's more of a real it. name. It's right, Starling. exactly. Starling this is, a, is this like is a Clarice name. from Silence of the Lambs. Starling is a bird. Yeah, and it's true. That's her last name. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this. Okay, so Starlene, she yells at him because he wants to come with her. He's like, oh, I can stretch my legs, too, and go on a little walk. She's like, no. No, I'm doing this alone. Leave me alone, Starlene. What, uh, so. what she said, you're smothering me. Yeah. Like, I get it. Have you, never mind, let's skip it. Okay. <laughs> no, have you ever, like, just wanted to be by yourself? And well, like, yeah. Often. No, okay, well, I'm talking to, uh, never mind, I'm talking to married people. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. No, 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 no. I, but you know what I mean? Like, when you just want the other person to leave you alone, it's not even anything about them, but you just want to get away. Oh, yeah, and, totally. And you have to come up with some kind of excuse. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I'm just advertising what a monster I am in no, a relationship. No, no, you're I know. right. I understand. Excuses like, I have a job. Like, when I'm like, oh, thank God, Blake has band practice tonight. I can be alone for like three hours. I've never heard that before from her. <laughs> <laughs> Good now I'm wondering what the, what you get up to for those three hours. Honestly, honestly, probably nothing, nothing different. You know, nothing. Like, it's just take, that, well, why not take advantage of that time then? If it's well, now so it's important. cold and dreary, and I don't. What do you want her doing? Well, I'm talking bubble baths. Uh, I do do that sometimes. Okay. Uh, sometimes know. I go see a movie. I have the girls over. You know, uh, I watch Golden Girls. New bubble bath fantasy: eat a burger in the tub. I watched the movie Waves the other day, and the son character is eating a burger while taking a bath, nice. and I just want to do it so badly. Mm, okay. Do you want to borrow a bath bomb? I just went to Lush, and I can give you a bath bomb. I have a bath bomb. I don't have a okay. burger. Could you give me a burger? No, I don't have that. <laughs> okay. okay. Hope it's an impossible so. walker. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, just, I got some fries over the edge a little bit. I dropped my burger into the water, but I still, I'm going to eat you it eat anyway. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. You are scum. I'm not above it. Okay. Anyway. So she goes out uh, to meet this admirer. I think she's still calling him that because she doesn't seem to think this is creepy and scary. She's like, I want to meet this person. I want to give them a chance. You're a little not bit interested that, in. Not that I'm, she's intrigued. Yeah. 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 But to me, this is, this is scary to me. Right? It's just wow. hearts and roses and letters breaking and entering. That's yeah. all. I mean, I feel like with the number of incel shooters that we've seen, <laughs> mm-hmm. our thinking has evolved. That's true. On this is a pre nine eleven world. Come what, on. No, yeah. The, what? Oh, this is kind of romantic to being. What's this fuckboy up to? Kind of thing. That you know, and I, like, yeah, and he is a fuckboy. And I looked up stalking laws. 
and the first stalking law was actually vetoed. John McCain <laughs> voted against it. <laughs> well, all the Republicans did. Um, it was actually there was no anti-stalking legislation until 1990. And it was California who did it first because of the murder of Rebecca Schaefer, who was a young actress and TV star of a show called My Sister Sam. And she was stalked for several years by a stalker who had tried several times to get on set where they were filming. He found out her address from a detective agency who just got it from the DMV. So he found her home address, showed up, shot her, killed her. And that's when they were like, oh, you know what? There should be a law against people maybe getting private information. Maybe you shouldn't be able to do this. Maybe just harassing people and sending them, you know, threatening letters and showing up on their private property constantly. Like, maybe we should have something to protect people. But still, if there's even a scene where they report to the cops here. That oh, wait, can is... we get to that scene? Yeah, hold on. Because um, I want to talk about that. This is still... Okay, so let's after, just jump through all this stuff. Well, after she goes to meet him on the steps of the memorial hall, he's not there, but she looks down and sees 17 red hearts, which she counted. He's up them. in the hearts! He he's, counted them! You know how much she loves you because the hearts mm-hmm. keep going up. They do keep heart going panic. up. Yeah. And uh, she turns around, and there is Starling waiting for her at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. And he's like, What the hell are you doing? Um, and then that night, she gets another silent phone call mm. at 3 a.m. Did I skip the police stuff? No, I just want to say this. And again, this is just how poisoned her brain is at this point. Mm -hmm. Where she's kind of a little bit sad about and she says, my secret admirer didn't admire me enough to show up. (laughs) Bam. (laughs) So, yeah. You say you want to stalk me. Yeah. But do you want to meet me? (laughs) Yeah. So the next day, whenever Starling realizes what she was doing I don't think he comes to school. Is that right? He skips school. Yeah, he's not at school. And so she goes to visit Mr. Baldwin by herself. They name the dog Wolfgang. And then when she gets in her car to go home. There's a lot of very bad suggestions where she she's just running through. She, at one point, she's like, FDR? Yeah, I do <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> uh, they were trying to think of historical figures. And yeah. I think the teacher was like, Napoleon. Napoleon, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. are some. So Wolfgang Jesus is what they Christ. decide on. I mean. The dog. Yeah. That's what, I would, that's what I would say if I were. I'd name him uh, uh, Judas Iscariot. Nice. Barabbas. So every time I'm out when he's pooping, I'm yelling, Barabbas, Barabbas, Barabbas. And your neighbors are like, what the fuck is wrong with this maniac? Yeah. He wants Jesus to die is the joke. Yeah. So okay. when she is leaves and gets in her yeah. car, guess what's on her windshield? I'm A human heart. Human heart. Animal heart? <laughs> Honestly, I'm if it was waiting. a human heart, he's upped it to a new level. I'm waiting level. for the escalation where we see like a baboon I mean, heart. That's the problem. Uh, his idea of escalation is, I left four hearts last time. <laughs> what if I did 17? Yeah, he One leaves, for every year she's been alive. Exactly. He leaves three hearts on her windshield, and she is mad, and she goes home, and she rips the hearts off her windshield, and she checks her mail, and there's an envelope with her name on it, and she opens it, and inside are photos of... You know, do you remember Jill Blake? Uh, J-Y-L, or... Yeah, J-Y-L, yeah, Jill. Okay. Uh, maybe her and Starling... Uh, cozied up together at the library oh, no. only a few brief nights ago. Like one night ago. It was last ago. night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it's getting crazy. The timeline's really weird. But anyway, so he. So we got to stalk her photos. with a telephoto lens. Like you you just heard. I don't know why anyone didn't hear this since it was clearly like a Polaroid. 
And then someone. Well, I think she. I think she went to one one hour photo. Yeah, she went to Robin she... Williams. who's like, oh, you're stalking. I I respect this as a as a fellow creep uh, as an art form. Because yeah. she even says, "How did you get here so fast?" Oh, there are one hour photos all over Delaware yeah, yeah. or whatever she said. So do you think that movie holds up? Uh, somehow I doubt it. Somehow I think it was creepy at the time. It was creepy, it purposely. Creepy. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I saw I Insomnia, which was the other creepy Robin Williams movie. That movie's good. Yeah, it's, no, it's good. That's Nolan. Though. That's a Nolan. One movie. hour photo is kind of like. I mean, I remember it being good, but it's like I never want to see Robin Williams do this again. <laughs> was Robin Williams was that pre Insomnia or post? I don't know. Uh, maybe post. Well, that was 2002. I think Insomnia was 2001 or 2002. That was... Memento was 99 or 2000, Same. 2001. Right? Okay, Memento then... then and Mem- Memento was first, so it yes. had to have yes. been 2002. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So when was One Hour Photo? 2002. Oh, so when... So Insomnia was probably 2002 or three. I mean, both these. Uh, they were very, very It's very all close. either 2002, 2003. Okay. Why does it That was when Robin Williams was like doing, I'm going to do serious yeah. movies. People yeah. are going to recognize me and right. as more than a clown. And they didn't. And he said, <sighs> RV, I'm getting in you. <laughs> I'm going to please Josh's dad again by being wacky. Love it. Anyway, sorry. I appreciate I could it. Get, I could do a whole Insomnia. Robin Williams chunk. Not really. Okay. I would just talk about how good uh, Father's Day is. Not World's Greatest Dad, Father's Day. I, I Just kidding. Can't keep the two straight. I would talk about how I really thought, uh, was it Rubio from Hook? He was so hot. Rufio. Rubio. Rubio. No, Rubio. yeah, yeah. Marco, Marco, Marco Rubio. Yeah. We are Rubio. 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 Was that a, if that wasn't a thing on his campaign, then he really missed out. <laughs> he, he biffed it. Really? That's, that's why he lost. Yeah, that's why. Is, he should have had a lot of millennial oldies. He sh- Rubio. <laughs> he should Sorry. have gotten that kid from Hook and everyone should have yeah. been chanting Rubio, but they didn't, and he lost because he was called Little Marco. But, and he should have said, no, I'm not Little Marco, I'm Rubio. Uh, and then the crowd goes the wild, cr- he wins, he's our president. And his his Which, bumper sticker says, bang-a-rang. Honestly, <laughs> I would rather have that dumb shit be our president than... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, controversial opinion, Jessica. Yeah, I, I don't want Donald Trump to be president, I mean, he thinks. <laughs> a lot of... A, a bland Republican I mean, a lot better. of people... Think he's a great president. So. It's true. Yeah. So she has this envelope with evidence of uh, Jill and Starling hanging out. Also, they're color snapshots. I don't know why I wrote that down, but they are in color. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Along with a whiny note from the stalker who was like, "Why didn't you come alone?" I can't, is that what it says? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Like he's, that. yeah. He's being a little baby. Like I said, come alone. Why didn't he listen to my demands? So beta right now. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So the next Blake, day. Blake, well, I mean, if he that's had. That's just the start. If he had game, he, he would be getting that FaceTime in and not doing all this stalking. <laughs> so the next day in class, Bethany goes in and throws down the photos of Starling and. I wrote. It looks like I wrote Delia. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. It's just Jill. It's that can't Jill. be right. It's like, cuddle up to my enemy much? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just all smeared. It got wet somehow. I'm sorry about that. No, I wonder yeah. how. Crying all over your nose. <laughs> <laughs> it was a devastating moment, I think. Um, and Starling is looking at them. And after class, he grabs Bethany. And he's like, we're going to the cops. Because now he's stalking me. Right. Now a man is in trouble. <laughs> well, that yeah. This isn't this isn't just you getting murdered. Well, now it's illegal. Now that right, a, yeah. the man is the victim, it is now <laughs> illegal. Yeah. So they so go this to is the cops. 148. And so these young kids, teenagers, walk in together, and Starling says, we have a problem, very and politely. Mm-hmm. What's the cop say, Josh? 
Planned Parenthood is one block over. That piece of shit. What? The Plan- cop. Yeah. You. And just so proud of himself. Yeah. <laughs> Smirking. <laughs> 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 These dumb kids. So, um. So, one thing I want to say about this is this is very close to what happens now when women are being harassed online with death threats or rape threats or that kind of thing, where police departments don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. They've had 20 years to figure out the internet, but they're- But they have not. They They still will not. And they refuse to. And anytime you see someone talking about, like, I've- Someone's harassing me on the internet. Someone's threatening to kill me. It's usually like a reporter or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to the cops and they're usually just like, a female reporter. Yeah, no, yeah, every time a female reporter. <laughs> I mean, get it right. Uh, they're just like, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? It's a video we'll game. Go okay, to, okay, I'll go to <laughs> internet.com and yeah, say, oh, Twitter. Uh, like, what is that? Like a Fortnite? Like that they literally don't know what to do. And it's yeah. the same kind of response where they like make joke responses or they mm-hmm. don't know. Like, sweetie, you see internet. They're not going to find They're not going to do it. Meanwhile, They're not going like, to hurt People you. have been murdered from this kind of thing. Like, Turn the yeah. screen off, sweetie. Right. <laughs> Maybe uh, just don't go to Twitter anymore. Maybe you just shouldn't be making comments or stating your opinion on Facebook. Hey, ma'am. Have you thought of that? Ma'am, have you thought about not reporting anymore? <laughs> if we report them less, there will be less crime on have the you, books. Have you thought not writing things about how the alt-right are trying to kill you? And maybe have they won't. Have you maybe thought about quitting your career as a writer, Lindy West? I mean, yeah. come on. Anyway. So, no. So, they don't know what to do. And it's the same kind of thing where... There is a funny line here. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the cop says... Is it when somebody has the hots for your girlfriend? Is that why they're talking Yeah, about? no, he like makes it a joke, and he's like, mm-hmm. get, get out of here. But he says, now I'm divorced three times, so nothing surprises me these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good Lord. And then they said, are we entitled to file a complaint? And the cop goes, has this person threatened you, approached you, harmed you, or your property? And that's the problem with stalking laws, is unless they have right. actually physically... Done something to you. You have to wait or until hurt they- your property or have actually come up to you and maybe made a threat that someone else witnessed. Like you have nothing that you can present to someone other than to say, uh, he follows me. Like, and I won't get th- it's really, it's really difficult to prove stalking. Right. And you know how many women are and killed they- by ex boyfriends who stalk them, ex husbands uh, who right. stalk no, them? I mean, it's the more majority of like, mer- like, yeah, yeah. They still haven't figured it out how to how to deal with it. Well, like no one takes not, it seriously. Yeah, they're not dealing. It is hard. I think because women don't want to report because they know they won't be taken seriously. Right. Because it happens all the time that they're dismissed or mocked openly or whatever the situation is. But cops won't take it seriously either. Unless, or we just say unless, we can't. We can't. Sorry. Unless there's some kind of proof that they have broken into your home or hurt something. I don't know. And whenever people think of stalking, I don't. This is going to be a really weird reference. They think of people who are completely psychotic. Like I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking about Fatal Attraction as I read this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Glenn Close character. Who women was, are creeps too. <laughs> well, women can't be creeps. No, no. no but no. that character is completely over the top. No, written by a man. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Of but I mean, that's what people think stalking is. But right. it's it's not. It's not about breaking into someone's home and boiling a bunny. You know, it's about intimidating someone, making them feel unsafe all the time. All the time. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. very psychological thing where you just don't even feel safe in your own home or at school or anywhere There's because a sicko they, in the they bushes could be anywhere, but you can't do anything about it because they haven't 
approached you maybe or they haven't done anything that hurts your property or has hurt you they're just following you your property that's the the thing is like that oh no but if they harm your property uh one he harmed her locker uh he harmed True. her windshield of her car and he she did, broke he into defaced. her house he defaced yeah he did the, break in her um well he didn't break in yet that's the last part without without going into any specificity about this mm-hmm. i i had an ex-girlfriend who had someone that was not necessarily stalking, but harassing her. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the two people I banned from my bookstore is this guy. Because he was minorly harassing me as well. But I wasn't worried because I was like, well, my man, he's not going to do anything to me. He's also a, a coward and a loser. <laughs> but exactly. She, but she showed what he, this guy, who didn't really know her at all, was saying about her online to a police officer. Like, said, look at his Facebook. And he did, the officer did, and came back and was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and but was like, and she tr- tried to, like, file something, but they, they couldn't do it. You know, they're like, yeah. we can't give you a restraining order or ex parte. Is that what the name of it is? Yeah. Oh, it's a restraining order. Yeah. yeah. Ex parte. They're hard but, to get. But, but yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they just couldn't, get. they couldn't give one to her because he hadn't done anything other than just rant about her online for and no reason. And even if you got a restraining order, I mean, is that going to keep it's him not gonna, from It's your not going to stop it. It's not going to stop it anything. Could, you could see him walking, call the cops, That's and true. he would get arrested. You yeah. know, like, That's I mean, the only walking thing that towards you with. to murder yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah, I... Don't trust the, the cops. <laughs> ACAB. Uh, no, Always I, ACAB. I, I think the cop in this is so condescending to them, which I think a lot of people still would be, especially with younger people mm-hmm. or specifically with online stuff because they don't have any conception of it. Yeah. Like, oh, someone didn't hit you? What do you want me to do about it? Yeah. That kind of thing. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to miss Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, uh, Bethany asks, so as long as he invades my privacy and drives me nuts, there's nothing you can do? And the cop said, that's about it. And so Starling comes up with this great idea to figure out who the stalker is. And his idea is that he and Bethany are going to have a very public breakup. Uh, that way... Um, Josh made a jack-off motion. <laughs> that down. way, if the stalker is watching them, they won't be together. And then he is going to stalk the stalker. He's going to try to find the stalker. And so he's going to have... Smart, these, yeah. He's, he's going to have Bethany at certain places at certain times so he can see if he can find the stalker. Uh, guess what? That doesn't work. <laughs> okay, I, w- I do want to say one thing before this. Mm-hmm. We skipped over the thing where they teach the dog the smell thing. Oh, okay. And here's all I wrote. Duh. Yeah. Because I saw exactly where it was going. Yeah. And, well, here's what I'm guessing where it's going. Me thinking at this point. Oh, so she's going to kidnap the dog. going to be able to find her smell and they'll find her and they'll save the day. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, I oh, this little. is very telegraphed. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not what she does, because the book's not even that tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also find Bethany to be very problematic, because she says things about how she has no female friends. Like, she's one of those girls who's like, mm, get along with boys. Not girls, because girls are stupid. And there's other uh, comments later on. In the see book. you next month with a book called Too Young to Go for Boys about someone who's like... No, I was like, going to actually make the connection between the two here. Okay. Because in this book, they have both internalized this idea that... Both are like tomboyish. One is obviously in fifth grade. One keeps saying, "Me over here. I'm a tomboy." We'll yeah. get to that next month one or is, next week. No, the one next is, time. Yeah. <laughs> when do we uh, release these? We'll get next to step, it in five next minutes. Next step. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but this one is like a seventeen-year-old, and can you well, say that sentence again? 
What is a fifth grader? <laughs> what is a 17 year old? But they both have this idea. It was just of, the, the Kate, like 17. She okay. emphasized year, but that, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so they both have this idea that any woman who is not, who is into makeup or girly things is very frivolous and not smart right. and not like them. And there's a point even when the stalker is talking to her and he's like, you're just different from other girls. You're not one of those empty headed cheerleaders or right. people who care right, more about right, their right. hair or makeup. And it's, so they've internalized this idea that because, or other people have that idea too. Right. That just because they don't wear nail polish and, and wear don't wear dresses, then it means that they're better than girls who are into girly, so-called girly things. Everyone should be like the March sisters. You can all have your different interests. You can like different things, and it's all okay, and we all love each other. My little women. My little women! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it is... so I, there mean, are that, some that, problematic things with her character and yeah, with the I, character I in that book as well, is what I'm trying to say. But she is one of those people who's like, I don't get along with other girls because they're all empty-headed sluts. Right. Yeah, basically. Um, and I'm like, my ears broke up. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, where'd they go? Point me, point me in the direction. Um, are we going to talk about Sterling's, our Starling's stupid commencement speeches we at have all? to. Okay, uh, no, we're going to skip no, over that. No, we have to. Wait, just tell me this. Does he mm-hmm. rap? No. Okay. Surprisingly, he doesn't. No raps. So he writes. There's what three different drafts of what the. Do you want to read be? draft two? Do you want to read draft two? Yeah, I'll let you read it. It's brief, right? Uh, he has a long list of things we have to fix that are all still broken. By wait, the way. is that not the end speech? I think that is the end speech because she tells him to. This go is draft with that two. One. So he does like a kind of bluff draft. Where he's like, "Hey, screw all of you! I'm the val." I forget what he says, but okay, yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to pretend like I was the smartest person in school. I'm reading this. And yes, uh, stop me when any of these problems have been fixed, by the way. Okay. Family, friends, and fellow members of today's graduating class, tonight, as we move into adulthood, 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 uh, I'm assuming there's going to be a little, okay. little echo. reverb. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking uh, about like a PA system in a stadium? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Lou, yeah. Very He's good Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Diplomas in hand. Hand, hand. Okay. Uh, we face a world that is fri- uh, in frightening disarray. The adults who have come before us boomers mm. uh although they would be like greatest generation <laughs> and right. those who are now in charge have left us with a daunting list of problems which we as future caretakers of society must address as we sit here tonight i would like to you to consider the challenges that await us we must save the rainforests repair the holes in the ozone layer fixed buy cruelty free products save the whales stop nuclear testing recycle watch our cholesterol conserve energy this is almost all about the earth by the way we've i think uh, we've... no it's gonna stop okay use a rag not a paper towel reduce our red meat consumption find children on milk cartons stop police brutality boycott dolphin killing killing tuna companies lower taxes Okay, we did that. Donnie uh, did it, folks. Uh, well, for businesses. Uh, no, for the rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wants to do all these things and lower taxes. And lower taxes. Okay. Uh, Makes sense. Uh, help the homeless. Rally against rape. Strive for racial harmony. Monitor the international balance of power. Okay, dude. Uh, uh, use white toilet paper with no dyes. Have, have, have this pink shit. Have safe sex. Stop censorship. We've mostly done that. He lost me at safe sex. Sorry, okay. bro. <laughs> Uh, listen to music at a safe volume, loser. Um, exactly. It's too loud. You're too old, brother. He's equating like ear damage <laughs> with, with all this shit. With, with saving with, the rainforest. With, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> with with stopping racial discrimination and police brutality and minor hearing hey, loss. Let's keep it at a six. <laughs> 
Uh, He's John C. Riley in Magnolia. <laughs> what you do is you just take your dial, turn it down about two notches. <laughs> uh, buckle up, it's the law. Please wait, that's really in there. Yes. Yes. Next one. Finding cure for AIDS. <laughs> you know, equal My, balance. I'm glad we did that. Did so you talk about curing cancer yet? Uh, he doesn't say that. Mm. He never does. Well, I think that's important too. He should add that to his list. I would put, I'd pop that on there. Yeah. I'd say something about healthcare that's not, okay, anyway. Take care of our parents in their golden years. Contribute to the Bam. social security fund. And of course, last but not least, just say no. Are you kidding me? Yeah, loser. Uh, Nancy Reagan up here. Yeah, I crossed out and say, what? Legalize Coke. <laughs> Legalize. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about even. the rest of you, but I'm exhausted already. So go forth into the world remembering that commencement is not an ending, but a beginning. Good luck. We're going to need it. Yeah, for this laundry Yeah, list. we're putting this anyway, guy in charge. As far as I know, that's what he read whenever he gave his valedictorian speech. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, we're, we'll get to that. Um, so, so I agree with 80% of that. A lot of good stuff on yeah. there. And so in between... But the police should be able to... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so in between in the books, I don't know if we mentioned it, but there are randomly at the end of, at the end of random chapters, like little notes, thoughts from the stalker. That's which is what Josh beginning. read yeah, at the yeah. beginning. And so there's no, one That was a note I, lo- I read uh, to yeah. a, a special lady out there. Yeah. No. So, uh, that's what that voice was about. That's how you find out that the stalker knows that like Starling is following him. Um, things like that. So yeah, because he's like, "Why did you tell him about me? Why did you that kind of thing?" Yeah, it's stupid. So graduation day is upon us, and Bethany decides she doesn't want to play along with Starling anymore. She wants to be able to wait. Have you skipped to them staging the breakup? I already said they did it. I just didn't talk about how. They all, did all I want to say is oh. that she said she didn't want to. Dump, he wanted her to dump spaghetti on her in the cafeteria, but she, she was like, I don't want to. He looks so good with spaghetti dripping yeah, off of him. True. What she the hell? That. Yes. It's really weird. The hell that's, kind of fetish is this? <laughs> what? No. What? Jo- Josh is giving me a look. It's a callback to something we talked about that I thought about as a teenager. I'll tell you later. <laughs> He'll tell us that break. Yeah, you're telling me, and then I'm going to do a separate <laughs> podcast about it. All Sex right. in an Olive Garden. That's his. That's what he gets off on. Okay. Cut my mic. All right. Yeah, I don't time. know what I'm talking about. Anyway. So uh, she decides they're going to have a great day and they're going to go together to graduation and she doesn't care. She just wants to have the, you know, she hasn't heard from the stalker in a while. Maybe he's done. Who knows? Maybe he's yeah. over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets up and she's in her. I'm not that great. Yeah. And then she's telling us about her. She pool. does say that a lot, though. Who would she stop does. me? All these girls do. They all say, I'm not that great. I'm fine. So Is she, she stockworthy? Well, she's wearing her 3XL Bro, t-shirt. Bro, scale 1 to 10. She's stockworthy? I'd stock it. <laughs> she's wearing her uh, 3XL t-shirt and her boxers. That's when we find out about her cool look. She goes to the bathroom. She's going to get ready for a graduation rehearsal. Looks up in the mirror. What does she see, Josh, on the mirror in her bathroom? Is it a heart? It's a heart. No, in my bathroom? That means he finally is in the house. And then she was like, I guess I can call the cops now. That means he really does love her. (laughs) Right. And so she's frozen by fear. And she remembers, okay, there's, she thinks she hears a sound like someone walking up the stairs. Because there's a squeak on a certain step. Like every house has. Thank you for the foley. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So she... She's like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to grab the phone, and I'm going to run in my room and barricade myself in my room and call the cops. And so she runs out in the hall, 
She grabs the phone. She does not look down at the stairs. And as she's pulling the phone, she realizes that it's there's no curve. There's the the cord's not getting tangled on anything. She looks down. The cord has been cut. She looks in her room. Someone's in her room. She starts running down the stairs and she hears someone coming after her, calling her name. I picture him walking slowly like Jason. Like I picture that too. I'm actually yeah, just picturing like a Jason. a slow stalker just coming down the stairs. And she's panicking. She's barefoot. She runs out in the streets. She is just running from house to house in her neighborhood, banging on doors, yeah. screaming as this guy is running after her. But we're, we're both picturing it as him walking. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I'm picturing I mean, but, him still like slowly but, walking but, as she's panicking, you know, and stumbling because all over Because he the feels place. like, it never feels like he's panicked. Yeah. Well, she keeps saying that he's just behind her and he doesn't seem like he's breaking a sweat. Like I'm picturing Jason in the overalls bag over his head mm-hmm. and just kind of doing the slight jog, not the full tilt. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can tell you that there's no bag over his head because she does turn around and get a glimpse of him at one point and she goes, oh, he's kind of cute. Oh my lord! So I'm not kidding. She just like oh, dark Jesus. hair, dark just eyes. Just looking back and be like, looking kind of nice yeah. with it. <laughs> would, would hit it, yeah. <laughs> uh, this wouldn't be the worst. I mean, uh, oh no, yeah. wouldn't be the worst based on I've been trapped like, in. He's not deformed. Yeah. So you know, no, no uh, Phantom of the Opera here. Good looking, all American dude. Phantom of the Opera also. He's kind of cute. He's got kinda style. Yeah. I mean, got style for days. So um, she ends up finding a garage with like the side door that's open and she runs in and that's where the stalker catches her. And then he drags her into another house. Interesting. Just a house that he has. This is. Wait. So like he's a neighbor. Okay. No, go on. I don't think it's worth talking about. There is one person they kind of set up that I thought might be it. I thought the book might be going this direction. Who did you think it was? The neighbor who was cross-dressing. Okay, I just put transphobic. No, you're right. (laughs) I was going to say, one, yes, obviously it was. Like, and not the person. It was just like someone dressing in women's clothes. But, uh... And of course, I also couldn't tell but if I was, like, was just making a joke or if there really was a man I, I who think was into was. women's yeah, yeah, yeah. fashion. Uh, I was like, if this book goes full Silence uh, of the Lambs. I was going to say, we've got a starling. Yes. We've got a crossdresser. Yeah. Was this? This is 92. That was 91. Yikes. Do you think? No, this was 95. Oh, oh. wait, really? Mm hmm. Oh, I think. No. Let me check my notes again. Me- yeah, 94. Be mine. Now this stalker. So this was written in '92, and they had to punch it up in '94. Probably. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking. So you thought maybe? I thought maybe it's going to do that. Okay. And Luckily, it didn't. No, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm very glad it didn't. But I did have that thought. Did she go to a basement? Did she just go to a basement? Don't oh, worry. Whoa. She doesn't go to a basement. She, oh, well. well, she goes to a. Where'd she go? Like a garage? It's like a. Well, he catches her in a garage because she found a, an open door and goes into a garage, just some random garage. And she's oh, it's thinking, like a living room with a loud TV. Yeah, she's, well, she's thinking I can find, like, a weapon. But then that's where he catches her. And he drags her into this other house. And she keeps talking about how the house smells old and musty, like it's been locked up. Like, no one lives there or really takes care of it. And all the furnishings are kind of out of date. And they're talking. And it's just honestly, like, talking in circles. And he keeps saying that he's a failure. And he loves her because she's perfect. You've never failed. And she's like, yeah, I did. I, I flunked. A, I, I got an F on a paper or something like she. Oh, never mind. I don't want you. And anymore. he says, no, <laughs> but I failed at chemistry. That is seriously. That's the catalyst for all of this. All of this. He. What? He failed <laughs> at chemistry. He leads her upstairs to a room and it is a boyish looking room. She talks about how there are like Hardy Boys books on the shelves. 
it's a, like a like a young boy's room. And then he tells her that this was actually his grandmother's house. She died a while ago. And he was very close to his grandmother. And this was his room when he stayed with her. And all his life, he goes into this very long story that rambles and makes no sense as to why he's a crazy stalker. Why he's picked her. Nothing. Uh, I guess. But it still doesn't make sense. You're not one of those stupid cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, sorry. That whole line. <laughs> who spend all their time combing their hair and shopping. Yeah. Okay, that's I why mean, he picked one, her. two cool things to do, comb your hair and shop. <laughs> I think combing your hair is pretty cool. I'm, I'd am i do it if I could. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Nothing. Look, we all shop when we get a little bit down. Have they introduced this guy uh, earlier in the book? No. no. Okay, okay. Other than his rambly message, it, like, nope. his, like, you Never. will be mine. Mm. I watch you. Yeah. I... Yeah, yeah. Never. You don't know who oh, this guy okay. is. That's why I feel like everything was just, like, wedged in there. He's mad about a report card. He got, he's a freshman at the University of Delaware. U of D? He is pre-med, and he failed chemistry. And he is upset because his parents all his life have put pressure on him to be a doctor. They have saved and sacrificed all their money to send him to, number one, he was going to school to state U. Anyway, and if he's smart, he should have gotten scholar. I'm not going to get into this, but now who's I have a lot uh, of problems uh. here. But the the parents, he had a brother named Justin who died from bone cancer when he was like seven. And Justin was brilliant, inquisitive, uh, a real smarty a real encyclopedia brown <laughs> and this is uh uh and uh, all his oncologists were like this, this is bob brown yeah <laughs> this is goofus his yeah. brother was yes yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. and he all the oncologists and doctors were like this kid is so smart he's gonna be he's so he's great. gonna be a doctor he's gonna find the cure for cancer someday and then he died so he was born two years on the anniversary of his brother's death and his mother became convinced that he was going to be, he was basically the spirit of Justin. And he was going to do all the things that Justin should have done had he lived. They could have played this up more. It could have been this a creepy, was, uh, effective, creepy thing here. I guess, but it's not. <laughs> it, it, right. The way this book is written, that does not work. But that should they should have started with that. Have, have parallel stories it, no, going. No, if you did, you could have made him sympathetic. Like there Honestly, is a way to write this. Where rewrite we write the book from his perspective, where I mean, it's they just think his they were, mother being horrible to him his whole life. I if, don't know. If you if you show how abused he was, <clears throat> yeah, you could do that instead of giving us these weird stalker notes yeah. that he's just like thinking to himself in all caps. Just it's <sighs> just dumb. And then he, so he she asks him like, "Why me?" And that's when he says the line like, "He went back to school." You're not one of those stupid yeah. cheerleaders. Yeah, exactly. He went back to school to get a letter of recommendation, and he walked in and he saw her. Number one, she was all by herself, and she's right. like, "Oh, well, I'm always by myself. I don't have friends," which is true. Right. Her only friend is Starling because she hates Jill. Jill's competition, and she briefly mentioned Rocco and whatever. Yeah. She has no friends. Right. So, of course, she stands out and she's by herself. She has no one else there. And he said, like, there was a glow about her and room around her and she just stood out. It's, it's, it, it is that thing where, this is where I wrote down, never be nice to men. <laughs> like, specifically if you work in any service industry job. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how my friend got stalked. That's how this guy started stalking or obsessing about me. Like, 
just don't be nice to weirdos. <laughs> I mean, be nice to them, but don't be too nice. Yeah. Uh, don't be their friend. It Because people, it is the eternal sunshine line where Joel is in the cafe at the beginning and he's just like, why do I fall in love with anyone who shows me any attention mm-hmm. when he asks out the the waitress? Mm-hmm. Just because this guy is just looking for anyone to attach himself to. It's like, yeah. oh, she has a glow about. Like, yeah. he's putting on all these things. So just don't be nice yeah. to men. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when she realizes that they went to the same high school. He graduated the year before her. His name is Brent Powell. That's the first time we find out his freaking name is right. at the end of the book. He ends up tying Bethany to the bed while he leaves and goes back to her house to get clothing or whatever she might need because he's going to take her to a special Road place. Road trip. <laughs> he does say this. Uh, this is one thing a little bit before. She's begging to go to a graduation. She's like, I'm graduating. I'll come back. I promise. I swear I'll come back. Just let me go to my graduation. I've worked so hard for it. And he says, I'll make it up to you. Roses, poems, long walks in the sunshine. <laughs> poems. In the sunshine. <laughs> I'll let you go outside. <laughs> Po- could you imagine um, poems sounding like appetizing to I've life? read his writing. I do <laughs> right, not want right, to right. hear his poems. So he ties Bethany to bed to get all these things. She He turns up the TV very loudly downstairs. Crank that shit. Cranks it up. So she just screams and screams until she's hoarse. I have no idea how long he's gone. But apparently he's gone long enough that she has tried to rub, like get out of the rope and has rubbed her wrists and feet raw and they're dripping with blood. And I'm like, really? Because he can't be gone more than like half an hour, 45 minutes. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, right. she but lives right so down dark, the street. So fast. Yeah. Does that happen? It's probably 20 minutes. I, I can't imagine it being that long. So he comes back. And this is when he tells her the story about his brother and um, how it affected him. And um, she listens to the story. And he has untied her. And he pulls out a gun. And she just leaves. She just gets up and walks out. And he calls after her, and she just keeps going. And he, but he's like, I'll, I'll shoot you. And she yeah. just knows she that knows he won't. He won't. Yeah. he won't hurt her. That's quite a, a gambit on yeah. her part, though. Yes. To just kind of be like, I'll trust that you won't. So she I leaves. mean, but it, it, if you're going to die either way in this scenario, you know what I mean? Like, if he's going to shoot you when you're walking out, if you're around, and he he's going to yeah. kill you eventually. Yeah. So isn't it better just to die now than die after being tortured by this weirdo i suppose if it's that binary of a choice it probably is yeah and so she walks out on the street now she's walking she hears like a someone calling like find bethany and there's there's the dog that's right wolfgang lol yeah so this little like rat terrier that weighs like 10 pounds we're not even talking about like an uh, actual hunting dog it's like a little terrier uh finds her and starling is running behind and they're they're talking and she's like you know what i gotta go back i gotta go back because I, she's pretty convinced that he's going to use the gun on himself. My heart ached for the boy who could never win. Oh, yep. come on now. Yeah. If yep. he's going to do it, he's going to do she, it. She come got on. Stockholm Syndrome fast. <laughs> yeah, Very that was quickly. the fastest turnover. <laughs> so she goes back to him, and I guess Starling and the dog follow her. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And run, they cause a distraction or something, and they get the gun away from him, and then... Starling runs out and he finds cops who'd actually pulled someone over for speeding and the cops come and arrest him. And then Starling's like, well, I guess we got to go to graduation now. And he grabs Bethany. It's like the end of Booksmart. It's exactly what I pictured. It's just there's two of them just like running red lights to get to graduation. And he runs on stage and that's to give the speech. And the line, the book ends with 
So nobody's too shaken to like just be normal. I mean, she is. She, she, I mean, she's still in her boxers in her. She's in her visco look. Oh, okay. Well, she's, and pretty, she's covered in blood. That's a pretty good fit. Not <laughs> looking bad. Yeah. I'll say that. I mean, she's covered in blood. She doesn't have any of her graduation. Imagine stuff. showing up to graduation covered in blood. Yeah, and uh, it ends with <laughs> um, him saying, "Okay." Um, she's telling Starling to go give the, the give the speech, and it says he had to get started down the aisle before the principal canceled him. <laughs> I like that. Canceled him. Yeah, he went. Well, the, the principal was dead. He's like five seconds or yeah, and he went. There was only one condition. He had me firmly by the hand, and he wouldn't let go. Ooh, hmm. wait, what? Where have we heard that before? So anyway, and then the end is another all caps oh. from the perspective of Brent, and it says she saved me. I knew she was perfect. Someday I'll be out of here. Someday I'll find her again. Ugh. The next time. Yeah, that's why you should never show compassion and let them. Right. He'll <laughs> so, just come out again. So Where's the sequel? Here's, here's how it should have ended. She says, give me the gun. And he does. And then it's like Wesley Snipes in New Jack City or wherever that uh, popular thing is from. And she says, I prefer the guys that can do chemistry. <laughs> Shoots him in the face. End of the book. He's dead. She goes to graduation. She goes to graduation. She has some blood on her. But she's Covered just like blood rolling in. Like everyone's <laughs> loving it. She's like, yeah, killed my Just capped a dude. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would do... Uh, Tell me about the rabbits scenario. If <laughs> I, I would prefer that ending. Yeah. So no, I want. I just want her to straight up do that Prime because yes, because the what is this book trying to say? No, I don't know nothing. I swear to you, the horror plot was wedged in. There is just because this book is long. Here's, here's, it is boring. It's forced. It's offensive. <laughs> like, it is. Here's what's offensive to me about it. Is that it's saying, show compassion to people who have, I'll I'll just say mental illness in this case. Mm-hmm. But then Josh thinks we should never do such a thing. But but then no, but then what it's ultimately saying is, but it won't do any good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's they'll, like they'll get back out. It's the end of season two of Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> But he's coming. Didn't, didn't, I no, didn't it, no. It, 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 at this point, it's objectively a bad show. But it's someone who's she shows compassion to, and you should say that's the right thing to do. But his response is the end of a Halloween movie where it's like, guess who's back? Michael Myers. You know, like coming out at the end. Yeah. And so I don't know what the book is trying to say. Probably nothing, because I think you're right that it was something that was wedged in to make it more sellable. And it suckered me into picking it out of your giant crate of books. It looks like a, a Jessica's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Through the book on the, the floor. The cover says, this is a Valentine's Day horror book. It really does. And it was set at graduation. Yeah. <laughs> Should have saved it for spring. So anyway. they really hoodwinked people on the marketing. They did. Yeah. I've been bamboozled. I'd rather read Death Trap and Dinosaur. Well, I have nothing really to say title. about this book other than I wrote down it's criminal that on this podcast we have not talked about Saved by the Bell more because I don't think we have before and it's me and Jessica's like There's... top interest. <laughs> are there are there Saved by the Bell novelizations? Oh. There's got to be something We'll look. Out there. We'll look. Yeah, that's got to be good. I don't know about that. that. I I've never seen one, but that feels like if it wasn't Peter Engel you lost so much money. Were you there, made trading cards, yes. Were there California Dreams novelizations? Like, I feel like that was more feasible because it was... Those kids couldn't read. Yeah. 
Ouch. C D anyway. fans could not read. Okay. I mean yeah. Saved by the Bell fans were barely literate, but No, we were uh, little... excuse me, I was very smart, but I was also very antisocial and I really thought that's what high school would be like, and boy was I wrong. Yeah. Because I was if, dumb. If, if no there books. are no books, mm-hmm. we will once again write a fan fiction and read it live. Uh wait. There absolutely is fan fiction. Let's read it. We know. Okay. Could we read? Could we find a novel linked Say by the Bell fan fiction online? Read it and discuss it. How about we each get a short story? I will go for the most erotic one out there. They're all going to be erotic, Blake. They're all going to be short. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that next year for Valentine's Day, we're going to read If This Is Love, I'll Take Spaghetti because that's an actual book about love. And that's what good. you should have done. Yeah. What? It was in the pile, but Josh didn't pick it. That 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 title is a banger. Mm-hmm. It's actually a series of. Short it is stories, not as good, good as a little book called. Can I, are we? Oh, we have to rate this. Well, book. Well, that's right. I gave it two stars on Goodreads, but it's really one point five. You know, I give it two stars too. Having discussed it, it's one star. Wow. Like this is. Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this horse. And I'm saying that horse is sick. Look at the. <laughs> it it's a mice and men. Look at the rabbits. Look at the rabbits, and I'm putting that horse down. This is the horse on the set of that that HBO show Luck, where they kept having to murder horses because the show got canceled. Don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is the horse and Godfather whose head ends up in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a film producer? Was that what it was? I forget who it was. I think it was a film producer who, yeah, wouldn't put this. This is a child's horse, Mm -hmm. and I have to tell the child that we are sending his horse off to Horseville, a utopia for horses where Mm -hmm. they run and play. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's not a real horse. It's one of those horses on those merry-go-rounds outside of Kmart's in, like, the 90s. But I've (laughs) sawed that head off, and I I put it in the bed of a film producer. Yeah. this is. I didn't like this book. I don't. Did ref- not. Don't read it. Don't. It's not a good book. Not good. Everything about it's bad. Bad. Yeah. If one. you want it, I'll leave it at bookmarks. <laughs> you can. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Uh, There's take several it. several other books there. Actually, I'll probably just recycle it because it's not good, and I don't want. <laughs> no, I want it to go wow. on the bookmark sh- yeah, mark shelf. No, yeah. Even the bad stuff goes. Okay. She she's literally thrown it on the ground. I mean, you can take it. It's yeah. there. It's a book. It's readable. I'll probably drop kick in your street. And- <laughs> <laughs> Let's at least take it and recycle it. I'm gonna throw it at Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> oh, okay. <You> <laughs> That'd be funny. Man, I let remember. her out. out Look, this is the best promotion for our podcast ever. That's actually if true. I get arrested like, for throwing beehive. throwing absolutely a copy. Of but you have to you have to state for the media that this was a prank for the purposes of a podcast. No, and I'll what I'll keep saying, and this will not help the podcast is. Put in the promo code "Are You There Pod" <laughs> on on Netflix. <laughs> people, people are like, "What? What are you talking this about?" Does nothing. I think it'd be funny because when I went to the Sanders rally, like four years ago, yeah. right? Uh, Math works out. Yeah, yeah. They went through. <laughs> they went through my bag, and I almost always have a book on me. And they pulled it out. The, the Secret Service uh, gentleman pulled it out, and. I can't remember what the book was. It was a book that was for my thesis that I was actually supposed to be working on, but never did. Good God, that was four years ago. So that's sad. Um, And they flipped through it. Like he looked at the book kind of confused and then he just went and like flipped through it and took it and turned it upside down. So I just think it would be really funny if you had that book on you and the Secret Service person took it from you and like Mm. flipped through it and shook it out and handed it back to you. And I said, he will be mine. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He wouldn't have Secret Service protection to this point. None of them do. You have to you. It has to be at a certain point. In the primary, I mean, I think Biden does because, because he he's was a former, a former vice, vice president. president. Yeah. Okay, so uh, at this point, it was like March. It was right before the Missouri primary. He probably would have like if if 
if you get to a certain point in the primaries, you start getting Secret Service protection. Okay, so you have to be at a certain point. You have, or, to, be, you have it, to be a front runner. Yeah, basically, it might even have been private security. Maybe it was. So the person I remember they were very intimidating men. Yeah, who wore, I, who I, wore suits and had little earpieces, so they looked like Secret Service. I went to, to me. a a Trump rally before the first <laughs> uh, <laughs> before the first in in New Hampshire before any votes had been mm-hmm. cast. I went because my parents live in Boston. So I went up there and I saw there was one happening. I was like, mom, we're going. Mm. And uh, ironically, we, ironically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ironically, uh, loving America and making it great again. <laughs> he is wearing a manga hat. That's Backwards, anime. though. It means I'm, I'm very. Oh, okay. Okay. No, uh, it was clearly private. It wasn't Secret Service. Okay. No, it was Secret Service. I think anytime you announce your candidacy, you get Secret Service. No, no you don't. It, that's so that's so a real many. thing where you don't. Okay. So no one is Secret point. Service for Michael Bennett. <laughs> no one is Secret Service for. Uh, but I think he did for some reason. At least the people up there were look like Secret Service from being huge dicks to me. I feel but like he, Gary Johnson didn't ever get it, even at at the end. Honest. No, if you're a libertarian, look, no one cares about libertarians. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. you don't believe in like taxes yeah, so or money, you, so you, you have shouldn't to, get yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, no, everyone can bring your gun, and what you do to me is your right. That's right. your right. Every if everyone brings a gun, then they all cancel each other out, and everyone's safe. Yeah, and I'm safe because you all have guns, and I have a gun, and. Anyway, so next pew, month pew. on this on this next podcast for <laughs> I'm sorry, you got it. Next time we're going to be reading a little book called Jessica. What is the title without looking? God dang it! Okay, it is too young to go for boys. Nailed it. Okay, <laughs> this is the first time she's gotten. Yeah, right. she was having trouble with that earlier. Okay, uh, so this is called. A Linda story. It's a Linda story. So I know nothing about this, mm-hmm. like most of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by Linda Lewis, mm-hmm. and this is this is a series. Mm-hmm. But this is not the first one. No. Okay, because well, it's a Linda story, mm-hmm. or the uh, Linda universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the Lindaverse. Uh, from the author of We Hate Everything But Boys. I think these girls might be boy crazy. These <laughs> titles are good. Yeah. Uh, no, they really we are. We Hate Everything But Boys is dope. Uh, also by her, it's her life after boys. We love only, only older, older boys. boys. That's freaky shit. My girls. My heart anyway. belongs to that boy. Uh, so the tagline is, can a t- true tomboy go boy crazy? We are going to find out. It it seems like it's completely at odds. We're, You're a tomboy? Mm-hmm. Boy crazy? But we're bucking all the stereotypes yeah. in this one. On doing. the cover, she's holding a piece of chalk. Because she's written on, on, on the thing. There's an it, equation. It's a math the, equation. Yeah. Too, too young, too go for boys. Like, it doesn't seem like it evens adds. Like, how does that equal boys? But uh, <laughs> Just the numbers, I mean. There's Just a very the smug little asshole looking boy on the cover. <laughs> hands on his hips, smirking at her like, yeah. I think you could. <laughs> I think that's miserable Marvin. But so, yeah. That's my guess. Don't like him. Nope. Anyway. Uh, so that's what we're going to read next month. I don't think we need a description beyond that. We sold you. Nope. Too young, too go for yeah. boys. And Tom you don't boys. have time. I, oh, I'm way over time. We are way over time. Yeah. So, thank you, uh, Producer Blake. No thank yous to Jane McFan for that shitty book. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Yikes. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and uh, at Are You There Pod on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, follow us at Are You There Pod on Instagram. And I would just say, don't be nice to men. And uh, don't vote for Bloomberg in the primaries. But, but, we're going to see what his apps are like. But, 
go to those rallies because I hear there's free drinks and apps and maybe t-shirts. Bleed him re- dry. I folks. will report back as soon as possible. Yeah, we'll let you know. So that's it. So um Peace. Until next time, see you later, horse girls. The thing I want to say about what women want yes. uh-huh. is one day I was walking to my car from to go home. Uh, it was like 10 o'clock at night from the bookstore. And there were a bunch of frat guys walking towards downtown. And they were holding up a poster of what women want. And they were all chanting. And I couldn't hear what they were chanting. But they were very What excited. year was this? Like three years ago. <laughs> what the hell? I know. I, I, I want to know anything about that. <laughs> That's if anyone crew. has any information about this. Yes, please. Please let us know. I think those were our soulmates and we missed out. <laughs> <laughs>